It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Welcome to Love Talk, friends. Thank you, Gavin, for making us sound so good every week on Love Talk. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Thank you for all of you for joining us. We're thrilled to have you here with us on the Bridge Austin Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. Friends, it's a beautiful time in Texas. God is working as we lead with love across Texas and across America. This is Kathy Endebrock, and I am so blessed to be joined in studio by the marvelous Marlene McMichael and Coach Carrie Brinkater. Friends, how are you doing today? Coach Carrie, we'll start with you. <laughs> <laughs> doing well, Kathy. Great to be here as always. And listeners, you know, this time of year, my voice gets gravelly because um, <laughs> I coach a lot of basketball and I cheer for a lot of people playing basketball. So um, that's why I sound a little uh, like a, a, a step lower, a key lower this morning um, than normal. But good morning. Great to be with you. Hello, Marlene. How are you today? I'm really good. I am post-surgery a couple of days, and so, well, a little bit more than a couple of days, but uh, all things look good, so we're going to just keep on marching. You're not done with me yet. (laughs) I love that. Well, I tell you, I hope that all of y'all, all of y'all, enjoyed a really good stuffing this Thanksgiving. I love it when I was sending out my Thanksgiving cards. I I send out just uh, a couple Thanksgiving cards to some aunties and, uh, you know, just to some some, uh, family members who don't get out a whole lot. And one of them was this big fat cat on the cover of this Thanksgiving card. And it said, stuff thyself. (laughs) And um, I think I love it about Thanksgiving because we have such an opportunity just to get in there and enjoy food, enjoy being together. And we really hope, friends, that um, all of y'all had a really wonderful Thanksgiving. And we love being with you this week. Uh, Carrie and Marlene, so did you guys stuff thyself with a home-cooked meal or with a meal out? I actually suggested a meal out because of the surgery, and I didn't feel like a messy kitchen, and and I didn't want to put all that on my daughter, and she kind of went, that's sacrilegious, Mom. (laughs) So we did avoid the turkey, you know, but but I I don't cook very often because it's just me in the house, and but I had been hungry for beef, so I got a really nice grass-fed roast beef, and all we had to do is put that in the oven and bring it back out again, and so that's what we did. Nice. Nice. It was not traditional, but it was still good. Hey, you know what? I I love, obviously, I love the traditional Thanksgiving, um, but this year was so different for us. Uh, Logan had three games up in the Pacific Northwest, and Mackenzie was on a cruise with her with her roommate <laughs> and her sweetmate's family. And so the first time we were all together was actually Thanksgiving night. Wow. And so we picked Mackenzie up from the airport and Ashley made us had made us reservations at this really nice restaurant called Fogo de Chao. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. I had never been. Mm-hmm. And so that we did that for Thanksgiving. It was just so different, but it was so lovely because we were all together and um, really, really 
really nice just being together. And Logan had uh, one more day with us, and then he was back to Longview uh, today for to go back to practice. So that's all we got. But uh, we're just drinking in every single moment. Well, in just a minute, I want to hear about his first few games of the season and about his first uh, bucket and who it was against. <laughs> I'm going to hear that from you in just a minute. So I made up for, for both of y'all when it came to turkeys. We had two turkeys oh, bless. Uh, this Thanksgiving because we had 18 people over. And when I say we had people over, I mean my mom had people over. We all went to uh, New Mexico for um, for Thanksgiving at my mom and dad's house up there in Sandia Park in the mountains of, of East Albuquerque. And uh, so we had all the brothers and sisters over, save one brother and one sister. So um, the six of the eight of us were there. And um, anyway, so two turkeys. Mom's like, I cannot get a single turkey big enough. And if I could, I couldn't fit it in my oven. So we're going to do two turkeys. And we just did all the fixins and had the best time just eating together, being together, total chaos with, um, you know, all the littles. I have little nieces and nephews who are as young as four. And um, so, again, just total chaos with babies and, you know, running around and and teenagers and college kids and everyone just having fun with everyone. So it was a, it was a really neat Thanksgiving. I'm glad we had it. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. You guys I, know that my uh, brothers gave me a surprise birthday party. Well, uh, they yes. apparently decided that it was their turn to escape, so they both went to Mexico as couples and um, just, you know, that was their Thanksgiving. So oh, I, don't know I love it. <laughs> so they took a vacation from, from right. uh, Turkey. From okay. From party planning, yeah. You know, I, I love it when you go and you step into things and you do it, you know, you don't feel like, okay, it's not Thanksgiving if we don't do X. And, you know, we're going to talk about that. We're entering into this Christmas series. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, I, this, this Christmas, we're going to focus on the truth that the message of Christmas, it is simple and it is sacred. You know, you don't have to have the complex to bring glory to God. I mean, it, yeah. it's actually quite the opposite. He really looks for that simple faith, that simple walk. And and so, you know, when, when we think about Christmas, because I, I think one of the things about turning the corner on Thanksgiving is like, okay, now Christmas is in our sights. But I love this principle in in the Psalms, in Psalm 100, verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And so I just really just pray that listening friends, no matter where you were at for Thanksgiving or what you did, that really today finds you with that thankful heart and you are ready to just enter into this this Christmas season, ready to celebrate the, 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 the birth of Christ at the throne of God with your hearts just overflowing with, with Thanksgiving. And so I just, we're going to take a look, a really unique look this year. We've done a lot of different types of series every Christmas. And so this year we're going to 
we're going to take a look at, at possibly what what the very simple and sacred elements of Christmas are and just acknowledge that the world has really made it increasingly complex and materialistic. But we can take a step back from that and really choose to purposefully press into that simple and that sacred. And um, I just so I love this Christmas series. We're going to kind of introduce it in in a moment and and one of the things that I would just say to our listening friends is if you are feeling just overwhelmed as you've turned this corner from Thanksgiving and are starting to look at Christmas we just want to look at Christmas as this just beautiful meaningful simple holiday that if you press into the simplicity of it that's when it has its most kind of transformative effect uh, and um Anyway, ladies, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And I'm just looking forward to getting into the series and to start with our first program today. Absolutely. The Secular, the Sacred and the Simple series. Um, it's going to be great. Five part series, friends. And, you know, you can always find those on our podcast at Love Talk. Uh, make sure that it's all one word. Um, go to your favorite podcast medium and you'll find it right there. Ladies, I do have to tell you that I have just gotten such great feedback over the programs in, in our last six, seven, eight weeks. Um, in fact, Brian and Cheryl Scott, this is, this is amazing. So a few weeks ago, we had Brian and Cheryl Scott on and they are the, um, founders, the, the masterminds behind this luncheon that they do at Crestview Baptist Church. Uh, here in Georgetown for uh, the Southwestern students, faculty, staff, whoever wants to come. Started 10 years ago as seven people, and now today, each week, they serve over 700 students. And um, I walk into the gym in Longview last Saturday, and knowing that Logan's team, Laterno University, is going to be playing Southwestern University um, and on Logan's home floor. And there are Brian and Cheryl. They <laughs> drove the four hours to Longview to go support their teams, Southwestern. I love that. And so we got to catch up. They said they have received several requests from our program to go and speak um, to – just to be a light, to tell people in Georgetown what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm so encouraged by that. Uh, and so they're so encouraged by it as well. And um, uh, so thank you, listening friends, for all that you do for us and for surrounding us and supporting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we just love it. I actually got a request from a friend that I know um, who – I guess he's in charge of the program for a men's Bible study at um, uh, Sun City. And he was asking for who who can be speakers. And so I gave him their name as well as Richard Battle's name. And so I think that's really neat so that we can expand the reach, so to speak, and touch an audience that we um, don't currently on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, friends, we just we love to hear you. If there is a radio program that just particularly was meaningful to you, just visit us on Facebook 
at a Love Talk Network or Love Talk Radio and on Instagram at Love Talk Radio. And it's just Love Talk, all one word. You'll see us right there. And we would we would just love to hear from you. Hear what maybe radio programs you would like us to do, even if there's specific topics that you'd like us to address and um, any programs that have been particular meaning, particularly meaningful so we can make sure that we really press in and highlight those as well. Sure thing, for sure. Well, ladies, we're turning the corner here after Thanksgiving, all catching our breath for sure. Are you making Christmas plans already? <laughs> who who has already decorated for Christmas? Uh, nope. <laughs> That's laughable. No. Uh, Coach Terry, you have. You, I love that. Okay, this is funny. Um, my husband actually last week said, Carrie, I don't know when else we're going to decorate. We're just not home very much. Do you want to just get it out today? And, 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 you know, then when the kids come home, we can actually decorate the tree, but we can do pretty much everything else. And I was like, yes. Okay. So in a manner of about, I don't know, four or five hours, we just kind of knocked it all out and uh, had a great time doing it. So yay. Now when I the kids love come it. Home, yeah. We can just decorate the tree. We are just going to be home for Christmas and my, my siblings, are going to all be in New Mexico at mom and dad's again. I'm like, oh, poor mom and dad boy. They're just really getting everyone this this holiday season. But we are going to be home for Christmas and um, kind of preparing the house, okay, because big news. We haven't really told anyone else uh, this yet, but Aaliyah and Jacob. I'm now telling the world. Aaliyah and Jacob are going to be coming up and uh, joining us uh, and staying with us for three to six months up here in Idaho and potentially relocating up here. And they have been, and I'll tell you, Texas, this is your last opportunity to get two phenomenal young people to stay in Texas by giving them amazing jobs. But so far, um, Aaliyah has gotten job offers in Waco. She really, really does not want to live in Waco because, of course, she went to Baylor there, loved Baylor University. We love, love, love Baylor. But she wanted a different adventure in Fort Worth, and they just could not find anything that would work for them that they could really build something on in Fort Worth. And so it looks like, you know, there's so many fact, uh, not factories, but laboratories, and that's kind of Aaliyah's thing. She is a biochemist, and so she's going to be in quality assurance um, in a biochemist position at a laboratory up here. And um, Jacob has several things that he's looking at, so we're getting ready for that. Um, probably towards, you know, just after Christmas, they're going to stay and have Christmas with his family and then uh, probably move after that. So big changes. Big changes. Mm -hmm. Friends, before we get a break, I'd like to read you our key verse for the day. Um, Second Corinthians 11 verses three and four. But I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. Second Corinthians 11, 3 and 4. We'll dive into that and we'll get right to our program. When the world says one thing and God says another. With the love ladies, when we return right after this.
George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Are you looking for a new church home, or maybe you're new to the area? Either way, we here at First Baptist Church Pflugerville would love to welcome you to visit with us this Sunday at 11 a.m. for our worship service. We have a myriad of different grow groups at 9.30 a.m., and if you need more information, just click the big orange New Here button on our website, fbcpville.org. We hope to connect with you in the near future, and we hope that when you do visit with us, you'll feel like family here. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-2580. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You found the Love Ladies here. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater in studio with Kathy Inderbrock and Marlene McMichael. It's so great to have you with us today. Friends, um, here we are. It is just December is right around the corner, and we just have a great series planned for you guys for this Christmas season, the Secular, the Sacred, and the Simple series. And um, today, the key verse that we read out of Second Corinthians chapter 11, it's just about the simplicity of the message of Jesus Christ. The message of salvation is very simple, and we're the ones in our humanness, in our sinfulness, we try to add to it, to subtract from it and you know fluff it up whenever the lord says no 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 hey it's pretty simple um believe in me believe that i sent my son um as a baby he lived 33 years he died on a cross to save you from your sins to save us from our sins and then rose again on the third day so that we could live in eternity with him there you have it that's it there it is And we try to make it something that it's not. And so in this series, we're just breaking it down, you know, to the very, very simple. Um, Today, when the world says one thing and God says another, because y'all know that we have a million different voices telling us a million different things in this world. And we um, are called to listen to God's voice. So today, as we look at this, um, we, we want to recognize that there is God's way and the world's way. We want to discern which is which. Then we must make a choice. We have to choose to say yes to God. And then after we say yes to God, we have to refuse to go in reverse. <laughs> you know, We have to refuse to go backward, to go in reverse. We must continue to look forward. So Kathy... 
Um, let's dive into this first one, recognizing that there is God's way and the world's way. There's a right way and a wrong way. A lot of people, including myself, we like to live in this gray area, but there's a right way and a wrong way. That's true. And I mean, I, I think really that the enemy tries to convince us that there is really not a right way or a wrong way. There's only our way. Our way. Right? Right, yeah. And, uh, and, and that is not the truth. And I mean, I think that's when we get in these muddy, muddy waters where we just kind of, that we take away from the simplicity of Christ. And so I think recognizing that there is only one truth that can set us free and our feelings are not that truth. And so we've just got to kind of lay that out there that there is this big push towards, well, what feels right? Uh, you know, your own truth. And um, that is that, it, you know, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things, like it, it just hopelessly wicked. And so, friends, we have to go and say, all right, well, when the wor- world says one thing and God says another, we have to recognize that there is a right way, that there is a wrong way, and then press in to find out what is God's way. And I think we have just overwhelming scriptural evidence where in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, where God's word is trying to highlight there is a right and wrong way to do this. There, there is a, a world's way and God's way. And so um, there's one I and, and even in the very beginning, um, the, the leader of Israel was so adamant about this that he basically said to the, to the people, this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. And, and he just encourages them to choose life so that you and your children may live. And that's in Deuteronomy 30. Verse 19. And so I think that there is this way that 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 is before us. The Bible talks about the wide path and the narrow path Mm -hmm. and there's other areas in scripture. And so I think just recognizing, you know what, there is a right way and the wrong way. You can get into God's word to figure out what that right way is. And, you know, at some point you just have to say when the world says, oh, no, 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 this is this is this is there's only one way and it's whatever you want. We just have to go. Yeah, that that's a big lie, and I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be wise and not believe that lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's. I think there's moments in all of our lives where we come to a crossroads, and we hear the voice of the Lord saying, "Okay, here's this path." And this is where I want you to go. It'd be a lot easier probably if we went another direction. And sometimes that happens where you can process it fully and you have time to sit down and make a choice. And sometimes it happens in the split second. Yeah. Do I get, do I get in a car with a person who's been drinking and they're behind the wheel? Do I go to that party with my friends even though I know that it's probably not going to be a great environment. Mm -hmm. Do I, um, do I continue to walk past the, the desk at work with the cute guy, even though I'm in a relationship with someone else? Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we all have times in our lives when we know we have to put a stake in the ground and make 
a choice. Uh, you know, and I love that. And I mean, Christ even told this, um, he used this incredible metaphor in the, in the book of Matthew chapter seven, starting at verse uh, 24. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them and does them. So you have to hear it. You have to do it. So you have to get in your Bible and read it. And then you have to do it. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Yet everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and the and how great was the fall of it. And I, you know, I just think when we, when we choose to recognize that there's a right way and a wrong way, and when we choose to follow Christ, he does say, hey, it doesn't mean there's not going to be floods. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be storms. It means that when those come, when those difficulties come, when those trials come, you will stand. You will stand up under it. I will strengthen you because you've established yourself on a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. For sure. Marlene? Well, I was just thinking it, when I read this, and, and, and Kathy wrote this uh, beautiful script, but when I read it, and y'all are going to laugh, but but I Harkened back to when I was probably six years old and I was in a, a Catholic um, elementary school and we spent an entire afternoon talking with the nun who was our teacher about the difference between what Catholics called it. I don't know whether this is still part of Catholic doctrine or not, but you had a venial sin and you had a, a mortal sin and a mortal sin meant you never got to go to heaven. And because God wouldn't forgive you. And then the venial sin was that you could ask forgiveness, some, something akin to that. Uh-huh. So it, so we were all these little six-year-olds in there going, if I do this, will I get to go to heaven? <laughs> How about this, will I get to go to heaven? And, you know, and, and what I have, you know, obviously, I, um, while I respect that uh, faith, I'm, I'm not in the Catholic Church right now, but but what I've learned is that it it really doesn't matter the level of sin. The prop the the thing we have to do is say yes to God. The whole the whole uh, when I came to the Lord, it was God showed me the rich young ruler who wouldn't give up his riches for Jesus, and it's an all or nothing life with God. He wants all of us. He wants all of our heart. He wants, um, you know, I, I think of it as, you know, when with the, the venial sin when you could skate by with a C and you still pass. You know, <laughs> well, I want to be an A-plus girl. I'm all A-pluses. And so I really think that, that God wants our whole heart. He wants all of us. He wants us to be A-plus girls. I love that. And I mean, we're going to discuss what it means to say yes to God. I mean, what, what that looks like. And so, I mean, Coach Carrie and Marlena, I think that once we actually take that first step and recognize that, oh, okay, there is a right way, there is a wrong way. 
and and there is God's way and there is the world's way, the next thing we have to do is to discern which is which. Because, boy, we have so many different voices telling us, no, 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 this is God's way. This is fine. This is fine. But you go, well, gosh, that looks an awful lot like the world. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that we know is that the world's way is not God's way. And God's way is not the, the, the world's way. And so I think that being able to be discerning about the, the truth, the one truth that can set us free versus the lies, the many, many lies that can sell us into slavery. Um, you, we, we just finished this two-part series on discernment, and you can go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com. You can go to our podcast at Love Talk and see that two-part series on discernment. We really have to rely on God's word to figure out which is which. Which is the world's way? Which is God's way? And the enemy tries his best to convince us that the world's way or our own way is better than God's way. So we have to discern which is which, and then we have to know which one is always the better one. Always God's way is always the better way. You know, I, I, I love this because... God's word is simple, right? And some people view it as a bunch of rules that, you know, oh, God just wants to keep me from having fun and whatever, okay? Here's how I explain it. Um, one, one of my kids, when they were, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, had, done, had, had made a mistake, okay? And it was a mistake that I could have literally just lost my mind, <laughs> but I, I surprised myself. Um, thank you, Lord. Um, mm-hmm. And I decided to take that child um, on a walk. I was very intentional and I said, okay, hey, at such and such time today, we need to go talk about this. Let's, let's go for a walk. And that's what we did. And we just started walking around and talking and I explained, I said, look, Here's the thing, you know, your dad and I have been really intentional about living a life that's pretty drama free. We try not to create drama for ourselves. And and my kid was like, what do you mean? I said, well, we create drama for ourselves whenever we do things that are outside of God's plans, plans for us. Right. We we start drinking excessively. We start looking at porn. We, you know, have this little relationship with somebody of the opposite sex that seems, you know, really uh, harmless, but it's it's not. We, you know, we, just little things that that people do that we could do that we could choose to do, right? That would cause drama in our lives. The Lord is very specific in Scripture on ways to live to glorify him right and whatever the lord said through me that day really spoke to my kid and my kid was like thank you so much for not yelling at me thank you for (laughs) walking me through this um you're right i i I created drama for myself that i didn't have to create because you ladies know life will create its own drama around us oh yes we we will Someone in our lives or us will fall will will will, will fall ill with a sickness. We we 
we need to take care of someone or we lose a job or, you know, things will happen around us that are life and that are hard and that we have to deal with because it's just life. And so if we cannot create that drama for ourselves, if we can be discerning about what God has said he has for us, then it's good, you know, then, then life, see, then we take those variables away, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I really like this way that you've put this. The enemy tries to convince us that the world's way is great, but scripture tells us, hey, you know, God's way is what keeps it simple for you. And then you have the bandwidth to deal with life's trials and tribulations as they come up. Yeah. And that's, that's true. I, I, I'll go back to um, the big and the little, you know. Yeah. Is when, before I was married, I, I worked with um, a well, well-known speaker and author, Beth Alvis. And one of the times she was speaking in a church and some mafia types walked in and they were converted. And so they were all excited about going to her meetings and things like that. And then they kind of went, oh, you mean I can't kill anyone? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's a big thing. Everybody ought to know that, right? <laughs> they didn't because their lifestyle was very different. And right. so what, I, what I, I'm finding in the church, and particularly now with what's happening in Israel, is that people are waking up to – not just the big things. Yeah, I'm going to stay married to my wife or, or my husband, and I'm not going to cheat on him. But to the little things. I mean, God wants to purify our hearts. And he wants us to, um, I mean, it's just like the verse where Jesus is tempted. And he's fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was hungry. And Satan comes up and he says, if you're the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. And you would think after 40 days, God wouldn't care that yeah. just eating a little bread would be okay. But Jesus says, it, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so what I'm, what I'm saying is that as we walk the walk of Christ, yes, we're going to learn we can't cheat on our husbands and we can't kill people. But we also must keep our hearts pure. Mm-hmm. And the purer the heart, the more powerful in the spirit we can be. And God is spirit, and so is Satan. Mm-hmm. And in the spirit, we want, as Christians, to be light, not darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, Marlene, I, I love when you share about that mm-hmm. temptation, because that was the very first temptation of Christ and basically Satan was insisting that Jesus didn't need God but that he could take care of his own needs by his own strength by his own power and his own will I mean Satan didn't say hey go ask your father in heaven who is able to do immeasurably more he said hey Jesus you do it by your own power you do it by your own strength and um and I also love this that Satan tried to convince Jesus That if Jesus would turn stone to bread, basically if he would turn something into something else that it was never intended to be, Mm. that it would be able to satisfy 
the deep need that Jesus currently had. Mm. And I think Jesus, I mean, Satan is just using all these same tactics today. I mean, this is nothing. And this is one of the things that I love about the Bible is you get to learn the way and the truth and the life that we can have in Christ. But you also get to learn about the schemes of the enemy because our God is creative, but really Satan just kind of does a rinse and repeat. So we can we can go and look and see how he does these things and go, oh, my gosh. Okay, I see what he's doing in my own life. Okay, I see how he's doing that rinse and repeat in the world. And so I love Jesus' response to the temptation is that basically Jesus said what is most important for meeting the needs that man has, it is the word of God. And then Jesus takes the position that he will be hungry for God first and will rely on God's word as the number one priority of his life. And I think we can do the same thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting how you worded that, Kathy, that Satan tried to convince Jesus that turning something into something else, (laughs) turning stone into into bread was the way to go. We see that today in the movement of transgenderism. And if I just turn something that, if I just turn this something into something else, then I'll be, I'll I'll feel better. Right. Yeah. You know, and um, rinse and repeat in a different form. Um, And the Lord said, you know what? No, uh -uh, I'm not doing that. This is a stone. I do not need bread yet. I am still here in the desert. You will not tempt me. And I, I, I loved that. I, I love that. Well, once we have recognized that there is God's way and the world's way, and we discern which is which, then, Kathy, we, we have to choose. We are given a choice. We have free will. We must choose to say yes to God. God gave us a brain to think through it. And at some point, we have to say yes to God. I, that, yes. I mean, we, we, (laughs) that is so true. We have to say, yes, we have to make a a choice. I mean, that, that, uh, you know, in Joshua, um, in chapter 24, you know, they have gone and conquered the land, right? Life is good. Life is good. And at that point, Joshua comes to them and basically says, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. And I think, you know, Joshua is saying that, you know, here you are established in this life. You have to choose who you're going to serve. And, you know, just like in Deuteronomy where it says, I put before you life and death. I put before you blessings and curses. And then you have to make a choice. And I think that choosing to say yes to God means that we trust God And we trust that what he says is right and wrong rather than what we just wish was right and wrong. So that means going to God's word and looking for what's right and wrong rather than saying, this is what I want to be right. And I'm going to try and use God's word to twist it and prove that that's right. You know, where you say, oh, if God is the God of love, then um, everything I do is permissible and fine. And if God truly loved me, um, then, then he would, he would want me to be happy. And so everything that is for my happiness, that must be okay. And well, that's, that's not what the Bible says. And so we really have to go 
and choose to trust God and trust his words. And then we have to align our life with his truth. And that that can require some realignment, right? Like a lot of us, our, our kind of tires where the rubber meets the road may be way out of alignment. And I don't know if y'all have ever driven a car where the tires are out of alignment. I have. But that steering wheel just jerks all over the place. The the car does not want to go straight on the road. If you take your hands off the wheel, it will go off the road and um, and cause a lot of damage. And so we want to make sure that we are aligning ourselves with God's word. And that means that we're going to have to abide in his truth daily. And I think choosing to say yes to God, it also means that we have to say no to the world. And, you know, we just cannot give both the world and God our yes. You you cannot serve two masters. You know, I think about when I think about this, choosing to say yes to God, I think for some of us, there's a lot of guilt um, that that can revolve around this very thing. Because Say, for instance, um, you're on a diet, right? Or you've decided you're going to go to the gym and you're going to work out three times a week or four times a week or whatever, um, and you mess up. You miss your workout day. You made excuses. You didn't go. Or you dove into that chicken fried steak, even though it's not part of the diet plan, right? And um I think then we have a tendency to just scrap the whole thing. We just go, oh, I can't do this. I can't go work out. I can't, uh, you know, and then we eat the whole box of Oreos or then we sit on the couch for another three weeks and we never go to the gym, right? We just scrap it all. Well, tomorrow's a new day. Okay, so, yeah, maybe you messed up today. Maybe you um, gambled away a 100 bucks. And you should, you know, you know, you shouldn't have done that. That was a bad choice. Right. Um, But tomorrow's a new day. And God says, you know what? Start over. The sun came back up today. Start over. Okay. Make a choice today to say yes to me. Start Mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to scrap it all. We don't have to go. I'm a horrible person. I, you know, I can't do this. Um, Yes, we can. We can choose today differently than we chose yesterday. We can choose this second differently than we chose last second. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I want us to remember that as we proceed um, with understanding that uh, there is, that the world says one thing and God says another. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, we'll get to our last point today about Um, the secular, the sacred, and the simple series, and what the world says and what God says. When we return to Love Talk with the Love Ladies, right after this. Don't wait. Score the best deal on the home of your dreams at the three-time awarded Community of the Year Santa Rita Ranch. With top-rated amenities and school districts, our 20 available move-in ready homes priced from the 200s won't last long. See for yourself why 2,000-plus neighbors love life at the ranch. For more information, visit us at SantaRitaRanch.com. SantaRitaRanch.com. 
Are you recovering from an injury, need to regain your health, or simply want to improve your golf swing? HeartFlex can help. HeartFlex is an innovative exercise tool for all fitness levels. Made in the USA, HeartFlex has helped countless Texans improve their fitness by increasing strength, boosting circulation, maximizing flexibility and endurance, and speeding recovery from surgery. It's small, portable, and lightweight. HeartFlex can be used standing, sitting, or lying down. No springs or rubber bands to snap back and cause injury. At less than $40, shipping is free and has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Nothing can stop you from improving your health today. You can learn more and to order yours, visit HeartFlexUSA.com. That's HeartFlexUSA.com. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk here on The Bridge, Austin. I'm Kathy Endebrock in studio today with the amazing Coach Carrie Brinkader and the marvelous Marlene McMichael. Friends, we are talking about the secular, the sacred, and the simple in this Christmas series that we've just kicked off today. And our focus today has been when the world says one thing and God says another. Now, if you're just tuning in and you've missed our first two program segments don't you worry you go to our podcast at your favorite podcast site just type in love talk all one word and you'll see right there are three smiling faces shining right back at you and um, you can go ahead and listen to the entire program on that podcast you can also go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com and all of our christmas programs will be there well so ladies we have walked through in these first couple of segments all the principles when the world says one thing and God says another, and so we have we have stepped through the first few, which is recognizing there is God's way and the world's way, discerning which is which, choosing mm-hmm. to say yes to God, and we're at the final one, refusing to reverse, because boy, reversing can be so easy to do, mm-hmm. because we've been in this comfort zone, you know, I think that there's this big thing about when you're trying to redo habits, it's so difficult because there's your comfort zone and everyone goes back to their comfort zone. And so I would just say, friends, you just refuse to reverse and you press into the yes and you say yes to God and you get into God's word. And um, I just this this last principle, I think, is so, so important. Amen to that. I just, um, we can't go backwards. (laughs) The world won't let us do that today. I mean, um, I think what you're seeing with everything that's happened in Israel is that the world is waking up. In fact, there are whole groups that are just saying, wake up world, wake up Austin, wake up Georgetown, wake up Washington, D.C., wake up, wake up to God. And um, and and know that he has a plan, but we have to walk in it. And um, 
we have to know that in our very being, we are the light of the world. And God knows that's not easy, but he's given us everything to be faithful. And I want to read a couple of verses, Matthew 5, 14 and 16. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. And then John 15, 18 through 19. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would give you, would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. And I think, you know, again, when we see what's happened in Israel, we are, we are seeing that work out in real time. Um, I don't know how many of you were able to watch some of the, the march on uh, Washington, D.C. by uh, Israeli supporters. There was 290,000 people there. And there, I watched one clip that just rocked my world. <laughs> it was by uh, Rachel Goldberg, and her daughter, um, Hirsch Goldberg, Poland, uh, was one of the captives on December 7th. And what she said in a very short message was, the world right now has to decide what they will say and what excuse they will give. Because she talked about the Christian man who supported so many Jews during World War II and hid them and at great personal cost. And somebody asked him, why did you do that? And she said, he said, because I don't want to enter heaven and God say to me what he asked Cain. And that is where, when your brother's blood cried out from the ground, where were you? And so, you know, it's it's a it's a choice making time that we go with God and we not go backwards. We go forward and we we stand for our faith and and for righteousness. And, you know, I love this, you know, because sometimes we go, oh, my gosh, that's that's going to be really, hard. really <laughs> difficult. It's going to be hard. Exactly. <laughs> And um, in Second Peter chapter three, and then and onward, like if I would just encourage listeners go to Second Peter um, uh, chapter three and just read through that. Um, but it starts out like this: His divine, or this is kind of um, I think it's over in maybe verse three. His divine power has granted to us all all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And um, so he has given us everything we need to see this through. He has given us everything that we need to withstand, and he will strengthen us, and he knows that it is not easy. And so I think we have to refuse to give up when the world doesn't like our choice, and the world is going to insist on our allegiance to the world. And and I, I, I will tell you, it's, it's, again, we talked about the temptations of Christ earlier. The last temptation was Satan taking Christ up to a mountain and saying, I will give you the nations of the world, but you bow down to me. And I think the world is going to say, hey, we will make your life easy, but you bow. You bow. You don't bow to the God of heaven. You bow to what the, the enemy is saying is right, what the world is saying is right. And I think we have to know 
where our allegiance lies. And we have to make that choice and it has to be a deep anchor. You know, I think back to one of my former players, she played summer ball for me and she went and played, she went on to play college basketball and she ended up at a very, very liberal university. And um, her coach uh, is married, female coach married to a female. And um, her coach decided that it would be a grand idea to have pride night. And she ordered T-shirts for the whole team to wear um, in warm-up for Pride Night. And this former player of mine, she has a deep conviction that she absolutely loves her coach and her teammates that are gay. She loves them as people, um, but she will not support their lifestyle. Um, She will not support um, this Pride Night. And so she had to go to her coach And this is a, you know, a 19 year old female and take a stand and make a choice and knowing that her teammates and her coach would perceive it as hate whenever she perceives it. And she knows that this is truly the best way for her to honor her own convictions and her Lord and Savior, but yet also love and support them because she's like, look, I love you as a person. I I just can't. In my faith, I cannot agree with this. Y'all, I can't imagine taking that stand as a, as a 19-year-old, let, let alone a 50-year-old, right? For, for me, like, she was so bold to do that, knowing that she was going to be perceived as a person who hated, just, just because that's what the world says. And it was very difficult for her, but she did it, and I'm so proud of her. She just, she just didn't wear the shirt that night. Yeah. Um, and the world. Go ahead, Marlene. Yeah. Well, I was just said that is so so true and so appropriate to today because the world says what is good is bad and what is bad is good, and she called called it out, and that's kudos to her. It's hard. It's hard to take a stand, but you know what, friends? She didn't compromise. She honored the Lord, Um, and that was hard. Um, but she didn't compromise. And we see that we see that in professional sports. You know, there's lots of players that have taken a stand now um, and not worn certain things because they, they, it just goes against their convictions. And so hopefully that's coming full circle now that people are respecting other people's choices. Um, but um, I would encourage you, friends, that as you walk on this path of doing what, you know, when the world says one thing and God says another, look at God's word, recognize that there is God's way in the world's way, discern which is which, choose to say yes to God, take the drama out of your life, life will create its own drama around you, and then refuse to reverse. Um, Kathy, if you could just walk our listening friends through um, how to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Oh, and, you know, I tell you, it is so easy. God has made it so simple, just like our ABCs, friends, that we just admit that we're a sinner. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned. You are not alone in this. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. B, you just believe that Jesus Christ is God's son, that he died on the cross and rose again on the third day to offer us that free 
gift of salvation. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have everlasting life. And then see, confess your faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him to the, from the dead, you will be saved. Friends, it is simple as A, B, C. And if you have decided today that you're going to give your life to Christ, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at letstalk at lovetalknetwork.com. Uh, we will email you back. We will help you choose a Bible. We will send you a Bible so you can get into God's word. And friends, we just pray that leading up to Christmas, go and find yourself a church. Find yourself a church that opens God's word, gets into God's word to begin aligning your life and laying that firm foundation. Friends, we love you. We just thank you so much. You can find us at lovetalknetwork.com. You can get our pod podcast at Love Talk, all one word, network. See us on Instagram and radio, all the socials. And we look forward to being with you every Saturday at 10 a.m., every Sunday at 8 p.m. here on The Bridge Austin. I'm Kathy Endebrock from Coach Carrie Brinkater and Marlene McMichael. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving upcoming Merry Christmas, and we look forward to being with you again next week for more Love Talks.